welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thank you for joining me for another video. In this one, I was able to bring a guest onto the channel for a one-on-one discussion about how to succeed on a platform like Teespring. Those of you guys that watch my monthly passive income reports, you know that I've been struggling on platforms like Teespring that really rely on sellers to drive their own external traffic to the platform and drive sales that way. Now, Shimmy, he's an expert at doing just that to the tune of over $70,000 of profit. So now that I've got your attention, what do you say we jump into the interview where he's gonna tell us how he did that? All right, hey guys, Ryan here. Today I'm joined by a friend of the channel, Shimmy Morris. Now he has a similar e-commerce background that he's gonna share some of um, some of that with us, but then we're gonna shift focus to primarily Teespring because he has been quite successful on that platform. But hey, Shimmy, thank you for being here. Hey. It's amazing to be here. I mean, this is my first ever, you know, collaboration with anyone. So I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> hey man, we're happy to have you, especially because you were able to sell over $70,000 as profit on Teespring. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. 70,000 on Teespring. We'll talk more into it later. <laughs> also, can you give the viewers just a little bit more of a background on your journey into e-commerce? Like how'd you get started and what's the evolution of your uh, journey looked like? Sure. Well, I mean, at the moment, I'm only 25, so I'm not particularly old. And I kind of got into it when I was in high school, I sold on eBay a ton. Mm. I moved from eBay to, um, well, I sold anywhere I could sell, I pretty much sold. And then my print on demand is pretty much the first real business that I did. I did little things, photography jobs and, you know, selling in school and selling on eBay, but I never really did anything that was big. And then- Yeah. So, I mean, I was literally at home at one point. I was in my gap year. I came home and my brother said to me, have you seen this print on demand thing? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I watched a video on it. I took a course and we're talking, you know, four years ago, five years, a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And I went to print on demand and I don't know how, but it it just blew up. It just completely blew up in like literally two months time. Dream. (laughs) Yeah. Did I hear you say in that video, because uh, I've definitely been stalking your channel a bit, like, did you say that it was Donald Wilson, the, the gear bubble guy? Yes, yes. It's funny, man, because that was the, it wasn't his course. I'm sure it probably wasn't the exact same course, but I ended up, my my intro to non-Amazon merch print on demand was through his girlfriend's course. <laughs> oh, his girlfriend, uh, what's her name? Rachel. Rachel, that's it. Yeah, 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 Rachel. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I really only, I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm not hating on the course content, but I'm just, I really joined because I said, Hey, I will pay you more for lifetime gear bubble integrations. Cause I saw the value in not having to pay monthly. And yeah. so I ended up paying like what would have ended up being, I think 18 months worth of integrations up front and got the course and lifetime. And you know, the rest is history. Cause I've obviously made that back, but that's yeah. kind of how my mind was, even though I hadn't made a single sale, I was like, I'm committed. And I know I will be successful, so I'll pay you two grand. Just give me lifetime, and then they did. So it's cool. So I mean, the the course I took with him, it was a very time specific course. A lot of my viewers said, "Can I go and take that course?" And I was like, "No, don't bother," because it, it was a course of a trend that worked then and there. I hit it and I did it, and that's kind of how it all uh, um, nice. you know, played out. But like I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really focus that much on print on demand now. My main focus is Amazon FBA and my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I if you're asking me to recommend a business to go into, I would say go into Amazon. 
and I'm sure Ryan can agree. It's one of your biggest. That's you know, yeah, a leading profit each month, and pretty much. Exactly. I mean, print on demand is, is is definitely a good business. It's definitely a lot of fun, and happily talk to you about it all day, every day. Um, but yeah, I just want everyone to know that, like, as much as I talk about it, I'm doing it a bit, but not nearly as much as I used to. For sure, and I mean, I guess like for what it's worth. I know at least a handful of people making five figure monthly profit on Amazon merch alone, right? So it needs to be stated that if you go full focus on something like Amazon merch or Etsy Printful or Amazon FBM, you know, different ways of selling print on demand, basically, like you can make a full time income for sure because people are already doing it. Yeah, 100%. Let that trickle down to places like Teespring as well, which if you guys follow my channel, you know that I'm not that successful on the platform, which is why I jumped on the opportunity to have Shimmy on the channel to share more about his experiences there. All right, wicked. Well, look, any questions you have about Teespring, I will happily answer down to whatever detail you want. I'm I'm game. For sure, man. And I guess to get started, like you already mentioned, well, did did the course you take lead you to Teespring or did you just kind of stumble upon it? So the no, so the course I took was prime was actually this is before Donald Wilson had Gear Bubble. He actually oh, got damn. the Gear Bubble idea from Teespring. I don't know if you knew that. It's I had no so I knew Donald Wilson way back when, when he was like still quite small, and I saw him, you know, make a mint with the Teespring platform and then transition into building his own platform called Gear Bubble. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is cool because he was like so close with Teespring, like actually close to like the people who I'm sure he there. was crushing it like he's such a good marketer man yeah he, it was insane so i mean this this so the course i took from him it kind of taught a specific way of selling t-shirts and on teespring with facebook ads and i mean if you want i can happily go into that specific way well let me real quick also mention that you have a video on your youtube channel which everybody should go check out i'm gonna drop a link i'll have a link in the description that's clickable but also i'm putting it on screen Nice. Do you want to let let us know what's in this video that I'm plugging? Yeah, so, okay, so that video is off the back of another video. I made a video where I talk about what I'm going to be talking about in this interview, basically. It's just my journey with Teespring and how I made $70,000 out plus. And uh, that video in the description is actually the full, you know, crazy tutorial on Teespring and Facebook ads. Totally free. I don't want any money for it. But it's kind of like a complete walkthrough of the Teespring platform of Facebook ads and how you can combine the two to actually make money with them. Yeah. It's I, like- I, that's a great idea, man. Like let people, it's almost like reverse engineering success. You know, Hey, you already are successful at doing this. So share your story. Cause everybody loves a good story and then show people how to do it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And everyone's like, but the competition, if you're telling us all your secrets, it's like, I don't care. <laughs> like I'm, I'm past it doesn't bother me like the pie is huge i mean yeah go look at facebook's year over year like ad spend uh it, the the price yeah. prices have been going up because demand's been going up because of how successful marketers are doing it yeah et cetera, I mean, et cetera. it's ridiculous yeah so uh i guess to get started that's one thing that i don't usually talk about on this channel um i'm usually a fan of if you're selling on amazon here's how to advertise on Amazon. You know, if you're selling on Etsy, here's how to advertise on Etsy or not advertise on Etsy because they ruin their advertising platform, you know, but that's kind of the gist that I usually talk about advertising and it's within my, my realm of expertise. I don't, I'm not, I'm not successful. I haven't spent much time driving external sources to 
um, various platforms. So you said that you did a lot of that. Uh, that was a big part of your success on Teespring. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest. My only success kind of with Teespring was through ads. The one thing I'll have to mention with Teespring is it's not like, uh, you know, Redbubble and it's not like Amazon. I know they, they promote that they have this marketplace that gets tons of traffic, but to be honest, it's actually not very good. They call it the boosted network. And in order to get your product ranked on the boosted network, you need to have a good trust score, which mm-hmm. is the made up number that you don't actually see or know, and you can never find out. And the only way to get a trust score is to get sales. But then you're like, it's like a catch-22. How can you get sales if you're right. not on the marketplace? I so watched some of your videos on that, yeah. It's like crazy. So, I mean, this is kind of where like Facebook came in because when I was doing these ads, Instagram wasn't that big with ads. And not just that, but like you couldn't really just do free marketing and get a whole ton of sales because it would take so long to build up, you know, an audience. So you should repeat that real quick. <laughs> well, just because I think that like that's most people's plans for print on demand and uh, well, just kind of- and leave it. Well, to build or build an audience, like, you know, if you want to play, it's usually pay to play. Like if you go to Instagram, it's in Instagram's best interest to keep you on Instagram. So if you want to do a bunch of posts promoting like t-shirts with links to other platforms, they're going to limit your exposure. It's exactly not be written in the rules, but it's almost guaranteed. Same thing with Facebook, same thing with Twitter. Exactly. I'll say this. If it's between advertising and free free promotion, like building up an Instagram account, advertising is a lot faster and it will get you results quicker, but it will be a lot, lot, short, lot more short term. If you build an audience, it will take you a lot longer to build it up, but it will be a lot more evergreen. It will last you a lot longer. That's my, Good that's point. My, yeah, that's my thing. So if you've got six months to go, then build your audience. If you've got a week and you just want to get an ad going with some sales, that's fine. You can do that with Facebook ads, but just note that that t-shirt will get you sales for a about two weeks and then you're going to have to start all over again with another t-shirt with more ads i'd rather do the long game at this point because it just makes more sense to me um yeah but i mean look i want to tell you about facebook ads anyway because please do yeah so i mean i've spent i mean i spent tens of thousands on facebook ads specifically for t-shirts i spent about 20 to 25 thousand i've had my account banned like three times so it's impossible to say. I've heard that happens to everybody though, right? It literally does. It literally, yeah. it, like, like, um, cupcake, um, the, that, that cupcake <laughs> trainings. Yes. Like what she said, if you haven't had your Facebook account banned, you haven't spent enough money on it yet. Right. Um, it's ridiculous. But what I did back then is I would basically target people. And this was the main thing that kickstarted my t-shirt business with Teespring is I would make a t-shirt that said, a particular name on it so it would be like you know whatever your surname is or my surname so let's like say team morris right or your mm-hmm. surname team Hope, right and it would basically i would advertise that t-shirt to your set surname so on facebook back then you were able to categorize people by their surname download that and then re-upload it as a custom audience and then i was able to make ads on facebook lead them to teespring and because these ads were so targeted, people genuinely thought I was creeping up on them because I knew their name. Right. Everyone, everyone clicked it. And the best part about it is because every family member has at least, you know, two or three people in it, some have 10, 20, 30, people would tag their entire family member. Nice. And it's, nice. I, I once had someone tag like 30 plus people. And literally, it would not surprise me if every single one of those 
people actually bought the shirt because it's just so laser targeted and like you know for family gatherings for like events for like a wedding or something they just buy them because they're cute and they're incredibly cheesy and i i personally would never wear one (laughs) (laughs) and that is what kickstarted it and then that is also kind of what this whole ad this whole course that you know donald wilson that's what it was about and that's why it wasn't an evergreen course because that lasted about a month or two and then yeah facebook realized what we were doing and they were just like no 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 this is too personal well it was letting it was also like kind of peeling back the curtain for the uh you know if it's free to use you're the customer and everybody using facebook probably started getting wise to like how much data they were making available to marketers yeah exactly yeah I mean, yeah, it, it probably actually set up a lot of trouble for Facebook with people complaining because I did also got a lot of complaint being like, how are you marketing to me? Leave me alone kind of thing. And I was like, I dude, you know, the world we live in, though, all these big businesses, they this is literally what happens. They're like, OK, if we do this, we might get fined a billion dollars, but we'll make 10. So just pay the fine. <laughs> literally, <laughs> care, it's, dude. Sad. it's sad. But I mean, I don't want to just tell you about what happened back then, because clearly you can't do that anymore i want to give you some real world advice i, I wanted to ask like what's the current uh, landscape looking like even go kind of like maybe pre-covid post-covid just to let let people know if uh, ads got cheaper because obviously year over year the prices are going up and that's what's yeah. always kind of scared me away is getting scared of like really high budgets for for the ads if they're not effective you know well what i'll say is depending on when this video goes live um facebook the ads do go up and up and up and as marketers we have been you know like shunted at any time we can like they just don't care about us but um there's huge companies like coca-cola and 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 you know pepsi all these massive companies they're actually doing a boycott of facebook ads i think for one month yeah. i think it's july i don't know if you've heard this so if you do want to set up some facebook ads now is the best time because it will be the cheapest great point like Facebook are just going to be trying to get as many ads in as possible because they probably just lost billions and billions. Go look at their, go look at their stock. It, it drops like billion on the market cap, probably like a hundred billion in a couple of days. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, if you do want to start Facebook ads now is the, probably the best time. And if I can give any advice on, on the types of ads to do, this is what I would say. So back then I did names. Okay. It doesn't work anymore. Let's get past it. But now what is amazing about Facebook and why I think it's better than Amazon, Etsy, you know, Google is the level of targeting people people lay out their heart to facebook facebook know everything about you as sad as it is to say and you're able to target but what's kind of new is you can target in uh like segments so you can target if someone likes something they also have to like something else they also have to like something else so for example i did a video on this you can basically target a job type so let's say you're targeting bartenders okay so that's one level and then you can target all the bartenders that live in new york so you're now new york bartenders and then you can target all the new york bartenders that like you know dogs now the size of this audience is going to be tiny absolutely tiny but the level of of targeting if you make a t-shirt that's all those things like a bartending new york dog t-shirt it's a bit of a wacky t-shirt no i got you though yeah Someone sees that and they're just like, you have just triggered me in three points. You know where I live. You know what I do for a living. And you know I love dogs. This is this is insane. Uh, like that, They're much more likely to buy Dude, it. Dude, I so- just thought of the shirt. Wait, this is the shirt. I don't know how it just came to me. New York's best bartender, parenthesis, according to my dog. Done. Hello, that is insane. Okay. <laughs> if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. 
how did you think of that so fast? I don't know, man. Cause I, you know what? It's probably because I, that's usually how I build my designs these days. Anyways, I was just plugging a tool that I released last week that helps you scale out t-shirts just like that, where you'd replace New York, you know, or like brain just works in t-shirt slogans. Yep. It's, that's what happens when you've been at it for years. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. And, and that's why I love Facebook so much because, so I did this with bartenders a long time ago and it still works today. But when I realized, okay, I'm targeting by bartender and by location, I just was like, all right, now let's target electrician by location and let's target. And, and I ended up having 50 job titles. I just brand, like branched out with this one idea, the exact same t-shirt with a different right. picture on the top and a different job title. And it made like thousands and thousands. And that hasn't changed with Facebook. I mean, you can target parents, you can target parents with certain children. It's just so targeted and, and relate this back to teespring like why why teespring instead of uh, somewhere else okay so i mean look it can be red bubble the reason i do teespring is i i personally i find teespring is, is very user friendly it's it's i don't know if you have an android or an iphone and i don't want to start this android. Way, but okay so i don't want to start speaking about i'm an iphone user in my mind i think android's a better cancelled <laughs> no look i think android's a better phone but it's a lot more complicated there's a lot more you can do iPhone's simple, yeah. But it's basic. It's like for old people. We can agree. We can agree. Right. So I would say Teespring and Redbubble. If I'm comparing those two, because Redbubble is like probably the second most popular. We're not including Amazon because of the long wait time to you know get accepted. Mm-hmm. We're talking Teespring, Redbubble. I feel Teespring is so user friendly of uploading, of tracking, and you can put your Facebook pixel directly into the back end of Teespring, and it That's tracks question. Yeah. everything. Like it tracks sales, it tracks clicks, it tracks what, what ad they came from. If they like everything, it just it's so it's so tracked. And what I have to say is, if you're using ads, if you are going to use ads, it's vital that you're tracking those ads because there is no point in creating ten ads, getting a whole bunch of sales, and not knowing which ad to scale up. If you don't know which ad to scale up, you're you're throwing your money. That's away. a key point that. If you've never run them, at least through like Facebook, it's probably lost on somebody hearing about it for the first time. But like, there's a reason why you don't hear people talking about Facebook ads to Amazon because Amazon's yeah. like, yeah, we're not giving you access to the source of this page. Track so it. I know. Tracking it, yeah. And that's the annoying thing because with Facebook, you, there are so many levels of, of of targeting. But then, if you're able to track your ad, you can also target people who went to your abandonment cart. You can just. Yep. everything literally i've got everything set up for the record i just don't run any but i have like really uh basically what you're describing like each step is targeted so that the audiences are building for various things that i sell i just need to i need some confidence to to go live one day you know yeah i mean so i would say my most popular technique with facebook is to make one ad that is literally a basic ad with no link because i mean you said this earlier facebook hates it when you lead people away from their platform which makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, I, I understand that. So I do this one ad where I just post a t-shirt and I say, do you like this? Would you buy this? Comment yes or no. And then I get a whole bunch of comments, yes or no. And then I make another ad targeting all the people that interacted with that ad. So I'm now like, I was laser targeted, but now I'm like super laser targeted. Right. And then I make an ad to those people actually selling them the t-shirt. And basically think of it like this. The more targeted you are on Facebook, the cheaper your clicks should be because you're getting a lot more clicks Facebook can see, oh, he's doing really well. And this mm-hmm. is how, when I was doing this, I was getting like less than 10 cent website clicks, which doesn't exist anymore. Just yeah. doesn't exist. And I was getting like likes and comments and shares for, I think it was like 0.005 cents. Like, I was able to spend $100 and get tens of thousands of likes and comments. And it was just, built, I was able to build huge pages from it, all of that kind of stuff. And good for you, man. 
Yeah, I mean, so when I think of Teespring, I don't think of a standalone print-on-demand company. I think of you need to market it somehow. And in my mind, Facebook is the way to go just because of how targeted it is. 100%, yeah. Yeah, I mean... It's hard to argue with that, at least. And then the price thing, you had a great uh, great answer when I asked you about costs, which I think scares people away. Or potentially, like me, I get, get scared away, even though costs aren't going to go down anytime soon, except for right now, where... You've yeah, got, you've got everybody boycotting Facebook. So we're all we're also the shill who fills that cheap ad spot, you know. Oh, you guys aren't paying? I will. Right, exactly. I mean, so I would say in terms of price, the one piece of advice I can give in terms of price is so you have Teespring's cost price and their shipping price, which I have to say is astronomical. It's shocking. And then you've obviously got your Facebook ad costs. So however many dollars it costs you to get a conversion, right? So mm-hmm. a click for a sale. So I would say to start out with, you basically just want to price your T-shirt as cheap as possible. You want to do free shipping if you can okay. to entice people. And I would always tell everyone, don't try and turn a profit at the beginning. Just try and break even. And the more sales you get on Teespring, you will eventually end up on their free marketing. And you will end up in their ad campaigns. And it's a great way to do that. But when you start getting sales, it can actually show on Teespring how many you've sold. And then that's social proof. Right. That's and when your ad starts, okay. yeah, and when your ad starts doing well, it's also social proof. So kickstart your ad, get the cheap likes, because once you start getting cheap clicks and cheap likes, it will stick to that. And then you can always change your price, which makes sure not to have your price in the ad. But then in the back end on mm. Teespring, up your price by three or four dollars. Keep the free shipping because I would say it's better to sell a t-shirt for $25 with free shipping than $20 with five dollars shipping. If, if you're selling to somebody on an impulse buy, yeah, you don't need to yeah. like make them do additional math based no, on. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, some people don't mind paying shipping. I know me personally, I, I hate shipping costs with yeah. such a passion. Like I would pay more if it had free shipping. That's how yeah. crazy I think. That's right? a good point. So, so that's what I would say. And then I would say once you've started building up a, a good amount of sales, up your, up your price on Teespring, keep your ads going and then slowly you'll not just be breaking even, but you'll start to turn a profit. And then you'll see of your however many ads you've got going, you'll see which ones are you know converting the best. Pause all the other ones, keep that one playing. And one thing I'll say is in terms of scaling an ad, don't ever just double a budget. So if your budget's $10 a day, don't ever just go $20 a day, $40 a day. Always half, half it. So if, you're, if your budget is $10 and you want to scale it, go to $15. And you want gotcha. to scale again, go to like $22 kind of thing. Don't ever double it because in Facebook's mind, you double it, they'll just double your, your cost per click and you don't want that happening. Ah, good tip. Good tip. Interesting. Yeah, that happens a lot. And one other, that's a, that's really a great tip. And uh, it's funny how it shifts to being more about Facebook because I've done other like interviews and a lot of them do relate back to Facebook ads because when I'm like kind of like what I usually talk about is like I said, platform specific advertising. So when I have someone else on, I like to talk about, I like, I like to have them share their expertise with things that I'm not good at. And yeah, it's funny, like Facebook, man, they just, the advertising platform, the targeting, it's just the power. Yeah. The I mean, number of millionaires they've made probably through <laughs> letting people. Ridiculous. And I just wanted to say, before I forget, I want to say the way I see it in my head, with Teespring and Facebook, you're not someone who's into print on demand. You're someone who's into advertising right? If you sell on merch or you sell on Redbubble, you're a designer who likes creating t-shirts. With Teespring and Facebook, it doesn't matter what the t-shirt is. I've literally sold a t-shirt with spelling mistakes. It's not about the t-shirt. It's literally just how good of a marketer you are. 
and you can sell anything. You can probably sell a blank T-shirt with a dot on it. It doesn't matter what you sell. And that's, in my, that's what I think. I, I don't think you're a print-on-demand person. I just think you're an, a genius marketer. And Don Wilson and, and Rachel, the two owners of Gearbubble, right. like they echo that sentiment. If you look at their, um, you know, their, if you're on their email list, you get like a hundred emails a week about a new course that's available for sale. But like what they always say is, is literally just that, that you can make an ugly design, sell it on anything. And as long as your marketing's good, like you'll, yeah. you'll be, you'll be somewhat successful, you know, that's literally and, all about marketing. And I wanted to also just like one last thing about Teespring versus like Shopify. That's probably what at least some somebody's watching that thinking like why Teespring over Shopify. Yeah, uh, you just want to touch on the differences that you would face as the seller selling on Teespring versus Shopify. Okay, well, I mean, firstly, they're two completely separate platforms. I mean, Shopify costs every single month. Teespring is free. Shopify, you need to integrate it with you know Printful. Printify, any of these print-on-demand companies, whereas mm-hmm. Teespring is like an all-in-one package. You launch the shirt on their, on their platform, you sell it on their platform, people buy it through their platform. It's all integrated into a single platform. With Shopify, you have to start connecting T-shirts. You have to build a website. I mean, Shopify is easy to build, but you've still got to build it. You've got to design it. you then got to import all the T-shirts. And then when you get a sale, it goes back to, let's say, Printful, and then they fulfill it. Whereas Teespring, it does it all for you and you only pay. And this is what I love about Teespring is you only pay when you get the sale. So if let's say you don't have to run ads, let's say you have a very large audience and you can get away with free marketing on your Instagram or your YouTube. Mm-hmm. If you sell a shirt for $20, you only pay once you get that sale. I'll just take it off the $20. With Shopify and Printful, it's the same thing. You still only pay when you sell the shirt, but you're paying for Shopify every single month. And that's quite expensive. And not only that, but when you get into Shopify, you start paying for like these review, um, right. Add-ons, a million add-ons that you just don't need. And I don't know, look, what I say in one of my videos is this, I say, start with Shopify, do the break-even method, try and build it up. And then once it's good, Shopify is good for immediate short-term gains. Once you've built good t-shirts, you've got a good following, build a Shopify store right? Move everything over to Shopify because Shopify in my mind is a real website, right? You can sell a Shopify store at the end of the day. I wouldn't be able to sell a Teespring store, but Shopify store, I can go and list it and actually, you know, get it valued and sell it as a real business. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, I, I say the same for Amazon, right? If you're selling on Amazon FBA, at some point, go and launch a Shopify website and a real website and put all your stuff on that website because you'll immediately increase your profit margins. I have like kind of a contrarian take on that. Just the one, the last part, which is I, I did that with like one of my big brands. And then I had the website on every single unit. So, I mean, it drove traffic. Right. But I ended up because when new competitors started popping up, I was like, nah, like, how do I guarantee that? Because I'd already climbed to organic rank one. So I redirected the website to my, my brand store on Amazon. So now Amazon sees external traffic coming in, converting, yeah. driving the, the, the loop, you know, the flywheel. Yeah, I mean, that's why Facebook ads, by the way, is also amazing for Amazon. Not that we're talking about that, but just as a side note, incredible. Because mm. okay. they love outside traffic. Nice. And um, one last thing too, like Teespring, I wanted to ask, because this was one thing I was thinking as Teespring for Shopify. Customer service, does Teespring handle that? Yes, Teespring does handle customer service. Um, the issue is, and it's like this with all print-on-demand companies, 
print-on-demand companies tend to have a reputation for terrible customer service. And unfortunately, Teespring doesn't fall short of that. I mean, okay. that's probably why you love Amazon Merch. And I, I think Amazon Merch is amazing is because I know firsthand Amazon's customer service is unparalleled to anything. It's incredible. I mean, I could probably call Amazon's customer service over a morning coffee and just have a conversation with them. Like, you can literally talk to Amazon. It's just amazing. But with, with Teespring, it's it's good for a seller, right? As a seller, if I message them, they will be at my beck and call. They will listen to me. If I say, oh, quickly change this, they'll go and do it. And eventually, if you get good enough, they'll appoint you like a, a rep to oh, nice. Yeah, to help you out. Um, but as a customer, the shipping times are long. The The quality isn't the best. And the customer service isn't isn't that good as well. I mean, they're handling so many orders. And they probably got quite a small. It's probably kind of like a Silicon Valley kind of small company. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're based, but it, I, I, I doubt it's like a a global, you know, Amazon size company. So I can understand why they don't have the best customer service. It's, it's annoying. It's one of those things. It's one of those things. As far as like for us though, being most people watching to solo entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, like yeah. if we can outsource customer service by simply using Teespring and not have to build a website, it's like, okay. And we can still pixel the, the potential customers and all that. Yeah. It's, it seems like that is probably where let's just say your, your ambition is to have your own huge branded Shopify store. Well, maybe start on Teespring. Right. And then yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You don't need anything. Yeah. You upload to Teespring, you advertise it. You don't have to handle anything else. I mean, your customers can hate your stuff and you'll never know. Hey, Shimmy, thank you for being here. You've shared tremendous value, most value that I would have anticipated. You'd have to pay to hear. Um, You're welcome. You Dude, it's been great, man. I know everybody appreciates it. Guys, drop a comment. Just say thank you, Shimmy, if this video helped you out. If you have questions, by the way, I'm sure he's happy to answer them. Although, let me just go ahead and re-remind uh, you guys that he put like a hour-long video or something. Yeah, it's, it's long. It's like an hour training. Full-on, step-by-step, print-on-demand. Actionable content, though. So if yeah. it's long, but it's like, hey, just follow along and take action, it's perfect. So And I respond to every single comment uh, as as. As difficult as that is, I spend about two hours every morning responding to every single comment I get. So any questions you have, fire them at me and I am I am there. Cool, man. Hey, thank you again for being here. And um, I look forward, man. We're going to have to hop on and do this again. But thank you again. And, yeah. yeah, man, we'll be in touch. Thanks for having me.